money, deals, tribal knowledge, resources, training, coaching, partnering. We are Texas's largest real estate investor association at texasstarterkit.com. My name is Shanoa Grove. Welcome to the show. So today's tip is the fact that liquidity is king in uncertain markets. Liquidity is king in uncertain markets or queen um, or whatever um, uh, phrase you want to use for that. Uh, But I was at a real estate conference uh, over the weekend with about 800 other real estate investors uh, who were open to sharing tribal knowledge. And we were talking about what's going to be happening in the economy over the next probably two years. And one of the concepts that came up over and over again was this concept of liquidity. And I know there are probably certain people in this room who have been sitting on cash for a while thinking, I'm, I, I know any second now, you know, something's gonna, there's going to be a break in the market. There's going to be a break in the market. And for some of you guys, you have been thinking that literally for 13 years. We have been in an unusual market cycle where we've had, uh, since 2011 really, uh, we've had, uh, uh, that's, when, that's when the market started to turn around. We're very comfortably at the end of 2022 right now, and it's unusual to have that long of a positive run in the real estate market. Typical real estate market is three to five years up, one to three years down, three to five years up, one to three years down, three to five years up, one to three years down. So uh, we've had a, uh, a, a, a run uh, that's been about 13 years now. And what um, I found is that a lot, there are a lot of new investors out there who, who kind of cut their teeth during this uh, incredible bull run that we've had over the last 13 years. And uh, some of those uh, investors kind of you know, make investing look a little effortless and easy. Uh, but the people that you want to learn from are people that have made it through not just bull markets, but also bear markets, if you will, as well, when it comes to real estate investing, and also have been able to not have to update their resume and go for work for anyone else during that period as well. Um, And then one of the big concepts that I took away from the, in 2003, when I first started investing investing through the dot-com bust, and in 2008, 9, 10, 11, investing through the Great Recession was that liquidity is king, right? Liquidity is king. You've got to have cash on hand. So what does that look like? Uh, So I want to make sure as you guys are thinking about your investing um, that you're prepared for your moment. So for those of you guys who have been sitting with cash on the sidelines, your moment, um, uh, are you ready for your close-up, everybody? Because I think your moment is about to come up. Uh, So uh, we're seeing some major changes in the market. Uh, We've started to see them in uh, the beginning of second quarter 2022. Uh, And as interest rates continue to rise and as interest rates will continue to rise, um, we are starting, we've started to see sales slow down, um, not insignificantly, right? Uh, So uh, last year we were ahead about 6% year over year in total sales. Uh, we were up in price close to you know 15 to 20 percent, and in some markets even higher. Again, depending on what market you're in. This year we'll probably end the year in negative sales volume territory, but we're probably still going to close the year in positive real estate price, real estate prices. Uh, but uh, just because we're positive in year-over-year prices doesn't mean that there are some investors or some homeowners who are doing what 
running out of money to be able to continue to keep that house payment going. And then we're also seeing the, the intersection of uh, foreclosure moratorium being lifted. Uh, we're seeing uh, the, the eviction moratorium being lifted. We're seeing some of the COVID plans to help people stay in their houses. Now all of that money that they haven't paid for the last year is due. And in many cases, many of those people have not saved up and put aside in their savings enough money to be able to reinstate those loans. So there will be opportunities. There will be buying opportunities uh, over the course of the next um, probably uh, uh, two years. Um, and you know the, 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 the interesting thing here, and one of the reasons why I'm focusing on this two-year period, is that most recessions are how long? Less, about or less than two years. So you want to make sure that you have liquidity set aside as a real estate investor to make sure that you get through this time period, right? To make sure you get through this time period. <clears throat> and um, if you're buying something now, hopefully you won't still be holding that property in six months, but there is a chance that that might be the case. Again, completely dependent upon what uh, Fed Chairman Powell continues to do with the interest rates. We, we are at interest rates that we haven't seen since 2008, which was the, uh, the last great recession, right? And we have not seen interest rates rise at this pace, consecutive rise at this pace um, in forever. So these are some things that are punching buyers, would-be buyers right now in the face. And what have many of those would-be buyers started to do? They're now permanent renters, right? They've taken their down payment and they've said, hey, we're just gonna wait, we're gonna hold out, we're gonna keep our powder dry, right? So that's something I want you guys to be aware of. And I want, as you guys are looking at properties, I wanna make sure that you are considerate of the fact that um, now a typical sales period, uh, typical days on market, less than 30 days right now here in Texas, right? But that number has been inching up, right? Uh, especially as the months of inventory has also been inching up. So this is something that's really important in terms of can I hold on to this property if, if, if you know, for me, uh, one of my coaches taught me a very long time ago that when you're looking at a deal, do best case analysis, worst case analysis, and most likely case analysis, right? So what if the worst case is that you end up holding this property for a year or more? Do you have the liquidity to do that? It, does your lender have the ability and the desire and the stick to to stick to you and not foreclose on you uh, if something like this were to happen? Do you have a lender who will be working with you as well? And can you make, uh, continue to make payments and manage your cash flow if the market slows? So I have this emphasis here on cash flow because uh, one of the things that I've found is, um, you know, new investors, especially my right brain investors, have this great ability to get properties under contract. But their, their back end, their back office, their ability to manage cash flows and their ability to do a cash flow forecast. So that's something, you know, if, if you guys have never done one of those, please look that up and please understand how to do that when you are looking at all of the money that's going to be going out of your account while you are renovating a property. Where I see investors even get in trouble is they become so successful, you know, they, they hit one out of the park and it's like, now I wanna do two, and they hit those two out of the park and now I wanna do 10. 
and then they are not managing their cash flows. They can't uh, manage that entire workload. Something goes terribly wrong and they end up losing some or all of those properties. I see it regularly. It is heartbreaking. I don't want it to be any of you guys that are here with me tonight. Um, and again, will your lender uh, extend and pretend? So that was a, that was a concept that, um, an idea, a process that a lot of lenders were using in 2008, 9, 10, 11, and in some cases 2012, uh, when people were behind on their bank payments, the bank was like, well, I don't really want to take on I don't really want to take on the maintenance of that property, uh, especially when the when the I want to keep someone in there, right? So in many cases, they extended and pretended, and they were also not the ones paying uh, for the uh, the property taxes on the property, which is pretty expensive in some states, right? So uh, and and then if um, if it's a hard money lender, uh, will your hard money lender stick out that time frame for you? So now more than ever, when you guys are working with hard money lenders, you need to ask for like, hey, what's the provision? You know, how do we write in a provision that we go into a recession that lasts two years where we're not able to sell properties at the same rate that we're selling them right now? Have that conversation up front so it doesn't punch you in the face uh, when the market shifts, right? When the market shifts, I want you guys to be ready and have these discussions in advance. Uh, and um, uh, again, I've seen a lot of investors that um, have been super successful over the last 10 years. In this marketplace, anyone over the last 10 years, anyone could be super successful. Why is that? because we've been in the up part of the market cycle. So I will say, um, again, if you are lending to someone who's not survived multiple market cycles, then you might want to think again, or understand if they have the fortitude, financial fortitude and mental fortitude to be able to get to the finish line even when issues come up in the marketplace. Uh, it's funny, I've always described myself as a Lannister. So I'm an I'm an I'm a I'm a Game of Thrones fan. I'm be, I'm 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 still watching uh, House of the Dragon. But the Lannisters, what what was they saying? We always pay our debts, right? So you want to make sure, like you know, if you know, there's you know, what's your spirit animal? And I would say, like, what's your Game of Thrones, you know, family? Like, if you're a Lannister and you're always paying your debts, then okay, let let's talk. But if you're not, right? Then then I want to maybe distance myself from you. Uh, but you want to be in investing in maybe lending money to investors who have been through a full cycle. Uh, you want to be partnering with investors that have been through a full cycle. Uh, so that those are some of the uh, uh, characteristics that I want you guys to consider because anyone could have made money in this last 10 years. Um, it was relatively easy. But as markets shift and change, uh, the, 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 the game board has, has completely shifted and you have to use different strategies in order to be successful and thrive, um, uh, let alone uh, survive, right? So surround yourself with those people who have uh, been around through those disruptions. For me personally, I was just listing them all today and I was like, oh yeah, the dot-com bust. Oh yeah, the credit boom and bust. Oh yeah, the great recession. Oh yeah, I invested through COVID. Worldwide pandemic. And then it's like, and then I started thinking about, well, yeah, I've had investments in Houston, right? So I've invested through hurricanes, right? Flooding. I didn't put flooding up there. I need to put flooding in there. I invested in Dallas. So I've invested through multiple tornadoes, right? And ice storms and even snowstorms. Bonus. That was our 2021 bonus, right? So, so you want to be working with people who have been able to 
be resilient enough to be able to figure out how to make money, um, pay off lenders, right? Even in those uh, very difficult situations. If someone's coming up to you with uh, their victim story, and some of these victim stories, oh, I'm gonna, and I'm gonna get canceled tonight. I can tell. I just, I just, I think. I'm, uh, is it okay to speak my mind? Okay, I'm not gonna get canceled here, am I? Okay, I'm, okay, I'm looking at you, sir. No. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, so, um, you know, sometimes I'll hear an investor will say, you know, uh, you know, insert natural disaster, insert worldwide disaster, insert financial disaster here, and then life completely fell apart and they weren't resilient enough to punch through it, right? So, so I would just suggest to all of you guys, change your story, right? Uh, your, your past, your history does not have to define you unless you let it, right? So, so if, it was a, if, it was a, if it was a wonderful, pampered, you know, excelling history, Yes, continue to leverage that. But if something went terribly wrong, listen, uh, Stanley said, every hero has an origin story, right? Uh, so find out what that origin story is and find the hero within you to be able to live past that. Um, that way you can survive uh, even if the market changes, which I think it's uh, very uh, quickly about to. So if you are well capitalized, a recession won't affect you as much, right? Now you may not make as much money in case the market falls off a cliff. I don't see the market falling off a cliff. We are in a beautiful place right now when it comes to inventory, uh, number one, and we are in a beautiful place right now when it comes to uh, golden handcuffs. So you guys are familiar with this concept of golden handcuffs, right? So maybe you're working at a job that you're not really loving, but they pay you really well and or they have a pension or retirement and or they have health. Who in here is wearing golden handcuffs? Okay, a couple of you guys, a couple of you guys. So, so when, when most people think of golden handcuffs, they think about being tied to a job that they maybe no longer love. But there's a new golden handcuffs in the real estate space, the real estate market. What is, what is that? What's going to stop people from putting more inventory on the market? How about those incredibly low interest rates for when everyone refinanced in 2020, in 2021, and at the beginning of 2022? If you refinance in that period, can you raise your hand? I just wanna look at your golden handcuffs. Yeah, they're good. What are they gonna stop you from doing? Selling your house, okay? What will that help us do with the inventory situation? Keep it very, very low. If we keep inventory low, no matter what happens with interest rates, what's gonna happen with prices? They're going to stabilize or go up. This is a thing of beauty, okay? Think about that. Because in 2008, one of the reasons why we suffered for so long was why? Everyone had high interest rates that they could not afford, so they're like, I'm gonna throw that back and I'm gonna walk away. Their last name was not Lannister, right? So what did that mean? They put all that inventory back on the market. We were in a high inventory situation, which put in some markets in Texas, a little downward pressure on the price, but in other markets like California, Florida put maybe 30 or more percent downward pressure on price. 
So we are in a very unique situation. So so let me read into your future. Uh, you guys have golden hand. You guys have double golden handcuffs. Wow, uh, that's that's awesome. Uh, but uh, here's what your future looks like. Um, instead of selling your house because you're, you know, and people, I, I've been hearing people say a lot lately, well, when interest rates go back down, <laughs> I think that's laughable. I don't think we'll ever see interest rates as low as the interest rates we've had over the last two years prior to six months ago. We just won't. So what that means for you is if you say, well, I want to move into a, a bigger, better house, it will be a lateral move if you're looking at the monthly payment, okay? Now, so what your future looks like is, honey, you know, I don't want to give up this interest rate. I want to live in a better house, so let's go ahead and do that kitchen remodel. Let's go ahead and make that big, beautiful backyard, All right? We'll pay that on credit cards. We'll pay it back in six, 12 months, and we'll still have our incredibly low interest rate. You see what I'm saying? That will be how the conversation goes, right? Because I don't think they're ever going back to as low as what we had them in 2020 and 2021, unless we have a new pandemic uh, that is even bigger than the last one, uh, which, which monkeypox was making kind of a run for it, or polio or some of these other things. It's like, oh, what's old is new again. Okay. Uh, so. What I will tell you guys, uh, for those of you who are new investors and even the experienced investors who maybe have not made it through a market cycle, don't bite off more than you can chew. Stay liquid for both problems with existing properties. So here's, here's kind of this like double, um, kind of the, the one-two punch that we're, that we're facing right now. Um, and that is the fact that uh, housing prices are not going up at the same rate that they had been over the prior, you know, three to five years, right? Uh, but uh, 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 what's going on with the price of materials? Oh, that is going up. And what's going on with the price of labor? Oh, that is going up. So if you have downward pressure on price and upward pressure on labor and upward pressure on materials, what does that mean for you? Any surprise is going to hurt you more. So that's why you want to stay liquid for those uh, surprises on existing projects. But you also want to stay liquid for those really, really, really motivated sellers that you've been like, you know, you're, you've been kind of like drooling for, you know, the, you know, you know, this, this investor drool, you know, it's like, I just like, and this is, sounds terrible. I can't wait till they go to foreclosure. I'm not, uh, I, that, that, uh, uh, that's, that's, that's not the case. Uh, let, let me, let me turn this around. And, and I know some of you guys are like, oh my gosh, she sounds like, you know, she's looking for profit. I am looking for profit, but I'm also looking, I'm genuinely looking to figure out how I can help someone who's on the other side of this. And I figured out how to help over a thousand people, right? And even more, if you consider all the people that have been part of the Real Estate Investor Association, that I've given advice, like this is how you can go and make this work for that person. So they don't, you know, it's like, listen, um, if I don't buy your house at a minimum, I just want to make sure the bank doesn't steal your equity, right? That's, that's, that's how I, that's how I want to make sure you're getting something out of it. So, um, and, and I mean, you know, I, I want to profit as much as the next person, but I also want to create solutions that make sense for everyone. And I will say, don't spread yourself too thin. Uh, you don't want to give back any of the gains that you got over the last 10 plus years, right? Uh, or worse, you don't want to get foreclosed on. Uh, so uh, remember, uh, cash is king, liquidity is king, and keep plenty of it uh, so you can be a successful real estate investor. Uh, this, is, this is a mantra 
uh, cash is king liquidity that you want to live by. And I know what some of you guys may be thinking. In fact, my husband and I were having this same conversation today. It's, it's we're, we're being a little pulled. So it's like, you know, there's no safe haven right now. If you look at every single index, every single fund, every single bond, every single treasury, every single stock, it's been in the tank by 20%. If you were invested in Bitcoin, you know, you're down by probably 60%, right? So, so you may be asking yourself, well, where's the safe haven? And the safe haven has only been, you know, I mean, it's, it's been real estate. Um, other than real estate, it's been uh, orange juice, uh, wheat, um, pig, you know, you know, bacon, you know, and, you know, the commodities, right? So, but I don't advise you guys go and invest in commodities. That's a very tricky game. But uh, real estate is a great place to be. And, and, and you're hearing me say, well, well, keep your powder dry. And many of you guys might be saying, well, I got to get it out before inflation. It is, it is, you're managing risk, right? Um, uh, you're managing risk. Uh, so, so I don't want you to think that I'm not, I'm not um, unaware of the fact that, yes, if you're sitting on powder, inflation might be eating it but it's still will give you an opportunity to make uh, some, some quality uh, investments um, if you can act very quickly. Yes, sir. Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos. Yeah, yeah, Jeff Bezos just announced that he's buying rental homes. Yeah, yeah. Um, Warren Buffett just invested, recently invested in a uh, mobile home manufacturer. Why did he do that? What's the most affordable housing that there is that you can have your own space? It's mobile homes, right? Um, so, and, and Warren Buffett makes very few investments, but he makes very calculated investments and he makes them for the long term. So um, yeah, I don't, I don't think I have to convince you guys at a real estate meeting that real estate is probably where you would wanna go. But uh, so that's guys is the tip of the week. I have uh, so many tips and tricks that I would love to be able to share with you guys. Um, I just, I was just calculating the number I've done just over the last, uh, I guess, couple of years. I've got about 68 different tips and tricks. Uh, so if you would like to uh, binge watch on H, uh, H, if you'd like to binge watch on YouTube, we also have a podcast. Uh, but if you like to binge watch on YouTube, uh, you can definitely uh, check out our real estate investing channel. Um, you can subscribe to it. I, I sound like my 13 year old son. Subscribe and hit remind for when I add something new. It's going to be awesome. Uh, uh, but uh, we do give what I think are amazing tips and tricks every week uh, so you can binge watch and become an expert. I will tell you, I had someone come out of my meeting and was like, oh, this is really great information, but you know, I, I, I'm still ready to go. Like, where can I go from here? It's like, go watch all of our YouTube stuff. So we get some great, uh, we get some great information there. So thanks for watching the tip of the week. Texas's largest real estate investor association at texasstarterkit.com. If you liked today's episode, please subscribe, comment, share with other investors, or join us directly at texasstarterkit.com.